0: Hey everybody,
1: Um, a quick update about the Starlink launch that was supposed to happen on Thursday of this week. Well, it's not happening until next week. We don't have any more information about why they postponed the launch, but it's going to be happening on the 23rd, which is next Thursday, and we're going to be going live on our YouTube channel at about 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. So go to Space News Pod on YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash Space News Pod. Now, if you're not familiar with what Starlink is, and a lot of people aren't, I'm surprised that a lot of people don't know what Starlink is because it's a huge, huge deal for SpaceX because they use Starlink to make money to do all the other cool things that SpaceX wants to do, like Starship. And Starship is... Some people also don't know. this: SpaceX's Starship is a huge, huge rocket. And this huge rocket will eventually be able to send 100-plus people to the surface of Mars. And it's also going to be doing missions for satellite providers, etc. Uh, launch space telescopes, huge, huge deal for SpaceX. So Starlink is their way to make money and continue earning capital to um, to make those new projects. Starlink is supposedly, you know, when all this stuff is up and running, trillion-dollar company. They'll be... Uh, providing Internet access to rural people throughout the world, across the land, if you will. And it's going to be really, really high speed, like gamer speed, like less than 20 uh, millisecond ping times for most people that have Starlink. So it's really, really fast. That's actually faster than what I have here with my Internet uh, right now with uh, Spectrum Internet. And it's cabled. It's directly into my PC. And I get higher pings to Spectrum than I would if I had Starlink, if everything works well. And they're going to be launching 60 Starlink satellites on this next launch next Thursday. Uh, So tune in at about 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube.com slash Space newspod. Also, I'm doing a push for the Facebook page. So if you go to Facebook.com slash Space newspod, you'll see all the videos, interaction, etc. that you would see on YouTube. But it's a different platform. So if you're more into Facebook than you are to YouTube, uh, please make sure to go over to Facebook.com slash Space Newspot. I'm trying to get 10,000 followers. right? And 10,000 followers, we're almost at 1,000. And that's a huge, huge deal. Almost at 1,000. So once we get to 10,000, we can actually it's – a, it's a big deal on Facebook because they allow you – to run advertisements on your page and therefore you can make money, which is really nice because I want to do this as a job as a full-time job forever. This is my favorite thing to do. So, um, doing these podcasts is great and also doing the Facebook page, YouTube page. It's a lot of work. So if you go over to facebook.com slash space news pod, that would really, really help out. I do appreciate it. So that's about it for the news today. Uh, but I want to chime in real quick again, uh, about something brand new that just came into my uh, inbox a couple minutes ago, that NASA has found a habitable zone planet. It's an Earth-like planet in old Kepler satellite data. So there's a team of scientists that reanalyzed data from NASA's test or Kepler space telescope, and they discovered an Earth-sized exoplanet orbiting its star's habitable zone. Now, what does that mean? That means that this planet is sort of like earth, you know, it's about the same size and it's about the same distance from its star as we are from our sun. And why is that important? Because basically Kepler, this thing, this thing's called Kepler 1649 C. It's too far away for us to get there, but it proves that there are other earth like planets in the habitable zone of stars. So this thing is 1.06 times larger than our own planet. And the amount of starlight it receives from its host star, which is a brown dwarf, uh, it's 75% about the same as Earth. So the temperature may be similar to our Earth, but it does orbit a red dwarf. I said a brown dwarf earlier. I meant a red dwarf. And red dwarfs are known to be... Kind of picky and kind of fussy. And they flare up every once in a while. So it's possible that this Kepler 1649C isn't habitable at all. It's just in the right spot to be habitable. So it could have had solar flares, could have had solar bursts that deemed it unhabitable for humans. So it's just a cool thing that from old data, from old Kepler data... And it's also 300 light years away, so we'll never we'll never get there. 300 light years away from our Earth. If we were traveling the speed of light, it would take us 300 years to get there. And since we can't travel the speed of light, we'll never get there. <laughs> so our our lifetime, unless there's a huge, huge breakthrough in science and engineering, we're probably never going to set foot on Kepler 1649c. Now, that's okay. That's totally fine. It's great to look up into the night sky and see these amazing, amazing uh Rocky planets that are so far away, and just shows you how huge our universe is. So uh, I just want to stick this in here at the end uh, of the broadcast, so you guys could have a little bit of hint about what's going on in our uh, in our universe. So Kepler 1649c, check that out. There's a there's a whole NASA article at NASA.gov about that, and I'll be posting it on SpaceIndustryNews.com as well tonight. So with that said. Uh, thank you so much for all of your support. I do appreciate you and make sure to go over to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash space news pod or the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash space news pod. I'll be broadcasting it live on both of those pages next Thursday for the Starlink launch. And I do a daily podcast on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash space news pod. And I'm going to start doing it on all platforms from now on because just doing YouTube, uh, that's cool, but I want to reach as many people and you know, get people pumped up and inspire people to check out space stuff. So check out every platform at space news pod. So thanks again, everybody. Appreciate you. Take care. Thanks for the support with the podcast. I know we've been through some rough waters and, uh, just stay positive. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: Hear that. That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that.